Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. This week, we are chatting about how to be a better teammate for the nurses on your unit. Oftentimes on here, we talk a lot about how we can take care of ourselves on the job, which is extremely important. But at the end of the day, nursing is a team sport. We need our teams to have an effective unit. And unfortunately, right now we are in a time where we're losing a lot of teammates. We are having entire units built on new grad nurses and travel nurses and uh, nurses who are coming in and out. And it's like a revolving door and it it makes it hard for us to really build a solid team. And so I want to talk about a few ways that we can improve that skill for ourselves so that we can help make a unit an incredible place to work. Because that level of teamwork is what makes people want to stay. Most nurses will stay at a job if they love their teammates. If the unit feels like a great place to work, even if things are tough, even if things are difficult right now and they're feeling overwhelmed and maybe they're even experiencing burnout. If you have a really great team, it is so hard to leave because that isn't always what you find. So building a really great and solid culture on a unit comes down to the team that is at its base. So let's talk about some ways that we can improve this skill for us so that we can help make the unit a great place to be on. The first thing is to recognize difficult assignments and help with those assignments. Don't just celebrate that you don't have to deal with that. I think that is often what we do. We come onto a unit and we look at the assignments and we're like, yes, I don't have 483. They were a nightmare. That sucks for that person. That is sometimes what we feel like because maybe we just had them yesterday and we knew that it was terrible. And it's easy to be like, oh, it's somebody else's problem now. They're going to have to deal with it. Instead, what I encourage you to do is look at the look at the board if you know who's on the unit and consider which assignments look kind of heavy. Maybe there's that nurse that's been here for a while that they kind of stick with those crappy assignments because they know they can handle it, but consider what that might be like for them and offer your help because that is what's going to keep morale up because that's what you would want, right? Really, at the end of the day, everything I'm going to tell you today is basically do what you would hope that people do for you. Because that is what is going to happen. If you help your teammates, they're way more likely to help you in the future because they're going to remember that. That's how you build a team. That's what this episode is at the end of the day, is help your team so that they help you. Boom, team, there you go. 
As you've probably figured out at this point, this podcast is not rocket science. Half of it is common sense, but I think we all need the reminder sometimes. I think it's easy to get caught up and forget these important things sometimes. So look at the assignments on the board and consider who needs who needs help tonight and help them. If you have a new grad on the unit, it's a pretty sure bet that they're going to need your help regardless of what assignment they have because they're new. It's simple. But again, I think once somebody's off of orientation, I think once it's not our problem, it's really easy to overlook everyone else and just focus on our assignment and our assignment only. When really what we have to do is kind of open up our eyes and remember that at the end of the day, nursing is a team sport. We need each other in order to effectively care for these patients, especially as assignment gets larger, ratios get more intense, patient acuity gets higher. We need each other because some you're going to need somebody at some point. So if you refuse to help anyone else, they're way more likely to just refuse to help you and, and turn the other way. So let's build a culture where we help each other. So look around. If that new grad has an open bed, please look out for them because that is so overwhelming and intimidating initially because you never know what you're going to get. And that's true for anyone, anyone in your unit that has an open bed. Consider what help they might need if a patient comes in and keep an eye out for when that happens so that you can help them. If you notice that a patient is on the call light constantly all night long, take some of those calls because that is extraordinarily draining. So just start to recognize when your coworkers need help. Really, that's that's all that this is, is noticing the difficult assignments. Maybe it's a patient who's detoxing. Maybe it's a patient with Q1 blood sugar checks or something like that. Find ways that you can help to alleviate some of that stress on your coworker. If you help them, they're less likely to burn out. They're less likely to get drained from that shift. And they're more likely to stay because they know that they're supported by their team. And then on top of that, that patient is getting the best care that they possibly can. If they're having a team help care for them, if they do have a lot going on, if they are really sick, if they're, they are a really heavy assignment, their care is going to be better if they're being cared for by the entire unit than if they're just being cared for by one nurse trying to do her best. So keep an eye out for those difficult assignments. Don't just avoid the room so that you can avoid the difficult patient. Make sure that you're helping your teammates out. So this can look as simple as at the beginning of a shift, coming over to your coworker and just saying, hey, I know that this is kind of a heavy assignment. Can I help you with your turns? Can I do you know this second med pass for you? Offer to do things for them or just say, you can grab me whenever you need me. Maybe we can coordinate lunches. Offer to help them in some way so that it alleviates a little bit of the stress. And they know at least that there's one person who's already offered to help them so they're not alone. So it's as simple as that. That's a great way to build that rapport with your with your coworkers. The second piece, and this is regardless of what any assignment people have, is just offering your help in general. I mean, this is simple, guys. Building Being a better teammate is about helping your coworkers. That's all that it is. But what this can look like is offering to tag team certain tasks. What that also is going to mean is that you're better with your time. It's better time management. You're more efficient for you and for your coworkers. So if you know that there are six patients on your wing that have bed baths in the evening, you can make a plan with your coworker to be like, hey, 
why don't we start these baths at 10 and we can kind of tag team and help each other so we can just knock them out in, you know, a couple hours. It's an easy task to do, but it's so much faster if you have a second person. If you know that you have a coworker who's got um, Q1 finger sticks, and maybe you do too, maybe both of you have the same thing, you can say, hey, I'll take the odd hours, you take the even hours. It just alleviates something. It gives some semblance of a break and it helps your coworker know that you're there for them too. Makes things more efficient. So try and tag team some tasks with one of your coworkers. Just work together in general. If you have a few spare moments and you've already had a chance to take a break, get a little bit of water, you've done your thing and you've taken care of yourself, offer your help with turns, with bed baths, with getting a patient up to the commode, with passing a med, whatever you can do is going to be helpful, I promise. And the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to offer and that nurse is going to be like, oh, no, no, I'm okay. I'm good. Great. You offered your help and they know that you're there for them at the very least. You can exchange tasks, exchange favors easily. So if you're getting exhausted with your assignment, you could easily be like, hey, would you mind doing this next med pass for me? And then I'll do your next couple finger sticks whatever it looks like, exchange something. It can be a bartering system. It works. If you're giving and taking, that's fine. So exchange some of those favors and tasks amongst your coworkers. It's going to help alleviate some of that stress. And then also make sure that your training breaks. So if you don't have a dedicated break nurse, which most of us do not, um, you can trade when you're going to be going to lunch or when you need a 15 minute break. You can pick someone on the unit and kind of buddy up with them and trade those tasks. The third piece I want to touch on is that I don't want you to delegate when you don't need to. This is an important part of building teamwork, not just with your fellow nurses, but also with techs on the unit, with respiratory therapists, with all this ancillary staff that's extraordinarily vital and important to the practice that we do. I don't want you to delegate when you don't need to. I think sometimes we overdo that. We over-delegate. Maybe you are perfectly capable of doing your own bath or you know, cleaning up your own mess, but we kind of just automatically push it to our techs or something like that. Or you're perfectly capable of suctioning on your own, but you just call the respiratory therapist because you don't feel like doing it. We sometimes delegate to avoid things that we don't enjoy doing when part of building a team is taking care of yourself and asking for help when you need it because then they trust that you actually need the help if you are constantly just trying to pass the buck if you're constantly just trying to push your work onto somebody else they're going to avoid you they're what way more likely to not want to help you if it feels like you are just trying to get out of working in general, if it feels like you're lazy, if it feels like you don't want to do your job. So of course, delegation is an important part of our jobs, but just make sure you're actually using that skill for when you need it, when you actually need the help so that you're not just kind of pushing your work onto somebody else. And then the last thing I want to touch on is advocating for what's best for your entire team on your unit. This is all of our jobs. I think we often talk on here about going to your manager and asking for a raise for you, for you know, asking for a schedule that you like, for advocating for yourself, which is vital. I want you to master that skill first. But once you've done so, I then want you to put that skill onto your unit. I want you to transfer that skill to your team. So 
instead of just asking for a raise for you, that might be advocating for raises for your unit. It might be that you go to your manager and really address and set boundaries around when cases go late, If, like in my case, or when assignments and ratios are getting out of whack. So that it's not just about you and how that affects you. It's saying this isn't safe for the patients on the unit. This isn't safe for the other nurses. You can also do things like put in quality or safety alerts for situations that may not have directly impact you, but you notice something that happened for your coworker. So if you're noticing that there's a safety issue with the ratio or with an assignment or if a provider was really abusive and inappropriate with a coworker or something like that, you can be putting in those sorts of safety alerts as well so that it kind of takes that stress off of your coworker and make sure that that provider or that situation is held accountable for whatever was going on. Also, if you notice that your coworker is more withdrawn, maybe they're getting into some compassion fatigue, maybe they don't seem to be taking care of themselves, maybe they're they're a little bit more depressed, they're anxious, you're noticing stress, you're noticing some symptoms that are concerning. They're not the person they normally are. That's something that I also want you to address. So it may look like going to your coworker and and offering support, seeing if there's anything you can do. It may be bringing these sorts of things up with your manager or your charge nurse or someone who is kind of leading the unit to notify them of what's going on so that maybe they can offer some extra support too. It's banding together. It's the same thing you do for your family. If you found that your brother or your sister was looking extremely depressed, you wouldn't just sit by and hope that they ask for something. You would do what you can to help support them. So support your coworkers in general. It's not just about you. We often speak on here about prioritizing yourself, and that is my number one. I do want you to take care of yourself first, but once you've done so, I want you to share the love. I want you to help build a unit that you're going to want to work on because that's what's going to make other people want to work there. So we do need to kind of spread that love and help others do the same. So you advocating for them is going to teach them to advocate for themselves too. And like I said as well, ask for a raise and those sorts of policy changes and all of that for your unit, not just for you. So if you're noticing a big issue on your floor, be the one who brings it up. Be the one who speaks up because that's going to ripple out. That's going to affect everyone on the unit if something like a policy changes that helps everyone. So speak up, bring these things up. Don't just do it for you, do it for your coworkers. So advocate for your whole unit and make it a great place to work. And then I'm going to throw on one more just because I just thought of it and I think that it's helpful to mention, but hang out with your coworkers outside of work if you can and if you get along with them well enough. Of course, there's going to be those people on the unit that you don't get get along with all that well and you can still be a great teammate to them, but that doesn't mean you have to hang out with them. But for those that you do find a connection with, Hang out with them outside of this job. Do something outside of work so that you can build a really strong relationship. That's also going to help give them social support because you're building a bond that's a lot deeper than just a coworker. So if you can and if you have the energy, if you have that connection, spend some time doing fun things that aren't related to the hospital at all because that's going to build morale. That's going to boost the bond on the unit. It's going to really help. Those social things go so far in 
building cohesion and avoiding burnout for an entire unit because you stick together, you help each other. It just makes you stronger. And no one understands this job like another healthcare worker. You can go home and vent as much as you want to your husband, to your wife, to your kids, to your family. You can vent all you want to someone who is not in healthcare and it doesn't do it justice. Talking to your coworkers, talking to people who get this, who understand how hard it is to understand what you're going through, to understand the things that you have seen, those people are indisposable. You can't replace them. And so building that bond outside of hospital walls is really vital to build a really strong unit and to build a really strong team. So five things that I talked about. Number one, recognize difficult assignments and offer your help. Don't just avoid those assignments. Don't just celebrate that you don't have them. Help your coworkers who do have that assignment. So recognize the difficult assignments and help. Number two, tag team. Share tasks, share breaks. Share those things so that you can share the love and build a strong unit. Number three, don't delegate when you don't need to. Number four, advocate for what's best for your entire team, not just for you. And number five, build bonds outside of hospital walls. All right, guys, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Building that team is one of the biggest pieces of building a great place to work. Because if you have a non-supportive team, if you work on a unit where nobody helps each other, it is the worst place to be. It is the place where nurses burn out and it's where, where people leave. That's what's going to happen. Teamwork is the core of the unit. Without it, it's a terrible place to be, I promise. So be the one who starts that movement. Take some of these tips and apply them at work. It's nothing crazy. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. It doesn't have to be difficult. It's simply offering help and building a unit where that is the culture, where that is the norm. So I hope that this episode was helpful. If you did find it helpful, please share it with one of your nursing friends. Let's spread the message around. Let's grow this community. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. I am always thinking of you. I love you and keep your head up. You're doing a great job. I promise. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.